This is Arvot Radio Podcast. Hello guys, this is Arvot Live Podcast. My name is IBK and I'm your host for the book talk show. Today I have a guest on the show. I'll let I'll let her introduce herself. Hello guys, my name is Annette. Yes, it's a very familiar voice that you guys have heard a lot of times. And today we're going to be doing a book review. On the last episode, we um, gave tips for people who want to start out as readers. People who, you look at people who read and you just admire what they do and you want to be a reader. So we gave you about three, four tips. And I hope you guys are applying the tips. So I want to hear your testimonies. But today we're going to be doing a book review, like a proper book review. And um, we're going to be doing a proper book review on the book. It ends with us. It ends with us by Colleen Hoover. So before we get into anything, Annie, when you read the book, what came to what what was your first reaction? What was the first emotion? Like when you closed the book? Oh no. Let's let's go from the beginning. When you started reading the book, what was the first emotion that came to you? I liked Ryle. What did you say? You liked Ryle. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. So Ryle is like the major, or let me say one of the major characters, because Colleen did something very beautiful by integrating different major characters, right? So we could not say the book was about one person. In fact, it's safer to say that the book was about like two people, right? Yeah. Okay. So aside from liking Ryle, what other emotion at first when you started reading this book? Basically, I liked the book when I started it. Okay. I liked the fact that... Um, I liked the way Ral and Lily met. So mm-hmm. it was exciting and, mm-hmm. you know, all these girly feelings in the beginning. <laughs> girly feelings. Yeah. Butterflies in your belly and so on and so forth. So when you finish the book, what did you want to discover? Because personally, when I finished that book, I felt like I needed to find the author and... I don't know, if I say beat her up now, people will think I'm violent, but just shake her and ask her, what were you thinking? Girl, what exactly were you thinking? So when you finished it, how did the book make you feel? Well, I had mixed feelings. Okay, I think everybody had mixed feelings. I was upset that, I mean, this is fiction. So you can make it whatever you want to Uh be. But then I understood her reasons for doing what she did. Mm. Because as much as it's fiction, she's presenting a real-life issue here. True. So she made the book end in the most realistic way. way. And um, though a lot of people won't... You know, I mean, a lot of people say it could have been different. Yeah. But I think she's trying to pass a message. And I got the message at the end of the book, mm. honestly. Mm. And I appreciated the fact that she did what she did. Right. Okay, so for context's sake, guys, um, the book is basically a story on domestic violence and abuse. And it gets tricky because we don't get to see or hear. In fact, you don't suspect domestic violence until, like, you get to the mid-pages, right? So you start the book and you're loving up on all the characters. In fact, you're building fantasies in your head. Personally, when I was reading this book, when I started, like, the first three chapters, I was already imagining my head, my Prince Charming, just and... In scrubs and crocs. Please, you get... Because, <laughs> no, 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 see, fictional characters who are doctors are just... They're, they're it. 
there is. That's that's every there's whew, guys, there's nothing left. Annette, you can't disagree, can you? No. There's nothing left. And because with, with writers who are so graphic and are very like good with description, and then they describe his body in scrubs. Oh I'm like, God. take me away. And and we are not the only people who share this opinion because exactly. this is part of why Lily liked this guy. I mean, Thank he's you. a doctor. He comes in his scrubs. So. You get. I feel like it's a very general thing. So I think she also put that there because a lot of ladies, especially ladies who like to read, I don't mean to like um, generalize or stuff but I think majority of ladies that I've also met also have this crazy love for this kind of fictional characters so I like that she started the book on a very relatable note yes. so it's not like you're falling in love with somebody who ordinarily somebody like Annette I'll not even give you a second eye <laughs> she doesn't have good morning she just because she's like what's good about this morning nigga? that kind of thing so it started on a very relatable note right so we don't hear or see. And I think another very striking thing is how he was everything. Like, aside physically, because also in her being able to give us a relatable story, she did not just dwell on the physical attributes. No. So even the things that he did, exactly. I'm like, God, when? And, and you know, having come from the kind of background she did, mm. she had this standard she wanted in the guy she True. And you just see this man ticking the boxes. That's the word. That's um, the calm. word. He's there to listen to Present. her. Present. Like, he's not judging. Naked mm. should tell everything you want to tell. And, yeah. Ah. That scene on the rooftop, that naked truth when they first met, yeah. that was everything. I guess, like you said, she had a standard, which will bring us to the very first thing we're going to talk about um, in today's review. So Lily was the character that had daddy issues, right? And I think that there are a lot of girls, especially in this our generation, that actually have daddy issues. And I think that it goes to affect their ideology of love and their yeah. standards. So it goes both ways, I think. Girls who have daddy issues either tell themselves that they don't want a repetition yes. in the sense that they now create standards and ideas like Lily. Oof, but mm. Raul, Raul, Raul is my guy. Do you get <laughs> flowers on a hot afternoon, chocolates, cold evening breeze. I'm just like, God, am I a broom? God, am I a stone? I know how to do all. Mm. I know how to do my gosh. I you remember when he, he was going to fight her friend at the restaurant? Yeah. Because of the way he was looking at her. Like... Possess me, sir. <laughs> Possess me, Zadi. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's very true. And to be honest, he ticked all. He did not just tick her boxes. He ticked our boxes because, as far as I'm concerned, if you're reading that book, it's like his community relationship. Okay. All of us are following uh, Lily to Israel. It's not just you, dear. We're all dating him together. Some people that together. I talked to about this book, uh, they actually cried when they found out that this relationship is not going to work. No, yes, I did. But let's cried. not let's not spoil let's not spoil it for them. <laughs> daddy issues we're still on daddy issues so they either have standards they either set standards that um, they want the person they fall in love with eventually because you know that there are also women who don't fall in love to go with the flow Mm-hmm. They fall in love with like the future in their head, yeah. right? And I think we yeah. cannot invalidate that for them. But on the other hand, there are also girls with daddy issues that just really go with the flow. I think their their um, ideology of men has been so tainted that they don't they don't strive to come out of the box. They want to remain in this mentality that they already have yeah. and stuff. Or what do you think? No, I think you're right. And that's why um, 
a lot of people say a lot of women say men are scum and all of this yeah. so a lot of them if you look at these things some of the people who actually say men are scum and mm-hmm. mean it are talking I mean, about yes, the kind of families they that came from yeah, so the things they've experienced even in some other books you'd read where the girls have daddy issues you see her dad was abusive her mm. dad was not present even men some men are like that there mm. are some books i've read they don't want to be fathers because of the kind of fathers they had. Mm. So they just remain in this small box where um, my father was like this. I don't think I have the good... The, yeah, the, the, um, they're unsure of what they will be. Yes, eventually because fathers. the example they had was bad. So they just feel they can't do better. Yeah. So everybody just wants to stay in this box because... Mm. And also, um, still talking about Lily, I feel like for if because if we're following another very good thing about the author is she does such amazing job with progression of characters so you literally watch the characters grow she takes you from her childhood to this to that and it doesn't even have to follow the sequence even in her use of flashbacks like at the burial oh my god like that was the first part of this book see the burial you see but you're not confused you understand exactly, exactly what is going because on because there here. are people who start and i think that's another very important thing so if you are an intending author you have a draft you're an indie author see we're giving you expo now so come and listen some people start their books with flashbacks and spoil the book for you mm-hmm. because from the flashback you it, it even happens with script writers people who write scripts for movies and i think very soon we'll probably also progress to doing reviews and critics for scripts of movies because they start with flashbacks and then you're like um what's happening here and if i read the first five to seven pages and it's not flowing you've lost me you've lost me you've lost me so she did such an amazing job with the progression of characters and then we see that lily is that character that she's that girl that has worked yes like all her life she has been striving if it's not in family it is to be loved it's at work like she's been contending that's the only word that could come to my head she's contending she wants to rise above daddy issues and be seen and i think that's something that's so underrated when we make people feel like oh i can't see you like i see you i see what you're doing you might not have it all figured out but i see you and i think that's the main reason she left that uh, yeah, I can't remember that like to move because she just wanted a fresh start yeah. where nobody's going to see her and remember. Oh, this is Lily. That yes, and like attach something you've done to you, and that becomes the new form of your identity. And she also had a standard for what she wanted That's because important. when you read the book, you'd see what she wanted to mm. gain. Yeah, so, and you that. know that. With her having a standard, so let's flip the coin a little bit. With her having a standard and everything, I feel like um, when she saw that that was a standard, it kind of, you know how, so for example, you've worked all your entire life, love, like all of us know that shouting Godwin, Godwin, <laughs> Godwin, the Lord will do it for us. And then finally you see the guy in scrubs. Okay. She gets, who ticks all of your boxes. I feel that sometimes we unconsciously get carried away. Especially when the majority is more than the minority, in the sense that you want him to be good looking, he's already good looking. He says good morning and you lose your you lose your breath. It just hangs somewhere in your throat. So you guess that when he wakes up there, like, good morning, babe. Ah, sir, collect me now. You don't even need to agree. Just carry my bag and carry it to your house. You know, so he takes all of your boxes, he's 
he's he listens. Woof. I think girls, we have a weakness for men that listen. Or she find a man that listens to you. It's over. It's over. That's your, that's our mumu button. What the hell? That's the mumu button. So because he ticked all of these boxes, I feel like I'm I'm looking not blaming Lily, but I also feel that maybe there was something somewhere because I had to go over this book and other reviews again. I feel like there there are points where she would have seen that maybe his anger is more than I can handle. Yes. Yes, and. I think there's another angle to look at it from. Okay. Still having daddy issues. You want you want to break the cycle. Uh-huh. But you're still looking for somebody that is going to make up for what you've lost. Chigia, that's, so that's, because Ryle was so attentive and mm. defensive and all like maybe she was maybe she was carried away with all of these things yeah. because she's not used to feeling like this not used to abby has not even literally hasn't felt it all her life yeah it's just been her mom so like finally having somebody that from another there, another gender right mm. she may have just lost root and um i think another very important thing is where we're going to get here but just so that i don't lose my train of thoughts um because somebody hurts you doesn't mean that you can simply stop loving them so i feel that loki she did not completely loathe her father she did not hate him i think she hated the absence of love between them she hated what could have been she hated the fact that it could have been better, but yes. it wasn't. And I that 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 it's like oof, it's like a deal breaker. Because imagine that so we're friends. I wanted to say, for example, we're friends, but then I remembered even in the example, we're friends. So interesting. So we're friends, and I feel like there is more that we can be. We can be sisters. Mm-hmm. We're sisters. Well, we can be sisters. <laughs> we can be like the best of bodies. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you just wake up one day. I see you're not doing... You know who's not doing what again? Because I feel like friendship heartbreaks are worse than I'm romantic. Like, don't do that I'm to me, like, God. Uh, I will soak. I will grieve. I will mourn. Like, no, we're supposed to grow. We're supposed to build together. Eh? When you're entering the relationship, there's one part of your head that just tell tells you, you that anything can happen. But with friendships... You just invest a lifetime into it. You right? Sometimes you don't even realize you're doing it. It's unconscious. I agree. It's like ref- it's like a very ref- and I think also because with romantic relationships, like their expectations, yeah. right? Okay, so ah, uh, after like two years now, they will be marry exactly. me. There will be flowers. Then we have children. Then we start to build and everything. But then, if you've been served breakfast before, unconscious, like you said at the back of your head, you're just carrying the ah. Uh, they will serve you another breakfast too, and it will not be long. But with friends, I feel like you just ease into commitment. Yeah. Right, you just ease into because you start by I don't know how did we start for example? Yeah, I don't know. How far is there lecture today? <laughs> no, is there class today? Let's gang up on this boy and make him cost rep. Avi, yeah, and then you just ease into you just find out that oh, you're talking to this person 24 7, this person literally becomes part of your life, and so on, and so on, and so on. So, yeah, so just imagine that um, all of this is happening, and then you wake up one day. In fact, it doesn't, let, let's be realistic, because it doesn't just happen overnight. But after a while, you just have to do it now. You just wake up. I, I look if it's something I can do. In this friendship, it's not me, it's going to be you. What, what it's not be about me. It's to be about you. 
You just wake up one day and just start to misbehave. You just start to say very unnecessary things. You just start to act somehow. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. You're just, you know, you're just, I don't know. You're just acting strange, acting different. And I'm like, honey, baby, are you okay? Are you good? Anything? Honey, are you fine? Is everything? Oh, I'm fine. I'm okay. Keeping straight face, doing serious, serious. And then before you know it, you're strangers. There was a guest we had on the show once. The title of her book was To the Friends Who Became Strangers and Strangers Who Became Friends. And I think that has been like a very, I don't, I don't say one of the most personal because like every session is very personal, but that book it touched me very it's like it reached the very core of my being because it's so it's so relatable i should give you the book it's so relatable it's so relatable so yes i feel like that was another problem with lily the fact that she knew that it's her father we're talking about and of course she would have seen other girls and she would have seen their relationship with their fathers so imagine seeing that there's in fact for their society the setting of the book there's already a standard yeah. There is what father-daughter relationship should, to be. You get, should look like. And then you're the exception to the general rule. And nobody's even hiding. Like, you see these things happen with your chicken eyes. And it's really not a person's actions that hurt you the most. It's the love. If there was no love attached to the action, the, the pain would be, Exactly. And to be a lot easier to bear. Very good example. Imagine that um, I'm ill. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so for example, I don't know if you remember something that happened last year. I was ill. We went we had exams or something, and another friend yes. just walks past like oh I was not God. existing. Hey, it was not the sickness that was putting me again. <laughs> it was the 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 pain of guy, you saw me dying. You walk Jesus. I felt, I felt pain. On my behalf, right? Oh my God. Like sweet I became home letting body do that to Oh my god. It was, it was terrible. I remember that morning because I was in so much pain. I remember that you made breakfast. You literally pulled me to school. That was all the energy that I could muster. And this was a long walk. <laughs> and it was a long walk. <laughs> oh my god. It was and it was more painful because at the end of everything I was not at fault. Ah ah you know, lucky when I think about this thing, I'll be like, boy, I should rewind, go back. I gotta do my own back. Yeah. I gotta do payback. Vengeance for God. Leave vengeance for God. Yeah, but yeah. really, it just goes to show that it was the action, it was because she was somebody that I yeah, love. Because she's who she is. Exactly, because of who she is to me. So if it was, I mean, other people passed. Some people did not even turn to see, uh, is this girl about to faint? Is she about to... Some people would have even hit herself. You guys would have brushed you when they're passing, but it did not pain me at all because compared to who did it to me. She gets. So I also feel like. It's, it's the person who carries out the action, not always the action, because there are things that you will do to me. Oh my God. What? Do you want us to fight? <laughs> there are things that Annette will do to me. And like, after I've processed it, and being an overthinker is not good. See, if you're trying to tell me about something to you, let's, after this, let's <laughs> we should set it. No, you're my, my woman for life. But really, there are things that you will do that will pain me. Yeah. In fact, I will, with other people, I will probably let it slide. But with you, I don't know it's like, we'll, we'll, we'll dig it out. I know. Right? I so know. It's, it's also the action. So away from Lily, let's go to Raul. Because okay. it was Raul that broke all of us. Hearts. We uh-huh. all fell in love with Raul. And then he broke everybody's heart. Right? So what was your first 
reaction to Ryle to Ryle as a character? Well, I, well, I liked Ryle. We <laughs> all liked that. I liked Ryle. Uh, from that very that that the rooftop oh, scene. Yes, the rooftop scene. I just okay. liked Ryle. Like it's not every time you meet somebody that you can have an actual conversation with somebody who just matches your match- energy just like that. Yes, just like that. As a gift. Another thing I liked was that uh, had you been continued like this things would have been better. Mm. He was frustrated. He carried his anger and shifted away from where people seen him. So he was venting his anger away from people, mm. which is something very commendable, especially when you're this man. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. So I just basically liked him a lot. He was free and just to say what he wants to say. Yeah. And yeah. So I, I really liked his person. It was literally perfect until That's that's it. That's where that's where I wanted to begin from. See eh, with Ryle, I'm as much as I first of all I liked his physique. If I meet a Ryle in future, oh my god. If I'm sorry, in reality. Sorry, my mommy might be listening. Anyways. We Ralph. Please don't forget that there are actually people like Ralph out there. Just please, Ralph. People should not drag us. Let my Ralph find me. That were falling for fictional characters. Come um, find me. Colin Hoover was as real as you I'm can be. I'm telling you, book. has to be the most real book that I've read. And the fact that we could relate, even though our settings are different, yes. I'm like, whoop. So, hats off. Just so you hats off for you, ma. There are men like Ryle, so many. This feels like maybe not in this country. From, but it feels like you're talking from experience. experience. If you want to tell us, tell us. There's nothing to tell you. I'm just Father, telling you. The rest of us. But I think with Ryle, um, I liked his physique, yes. I liked his person, yes. But then as I progressed, first two chapters, there was no flow. Like, you know when somebody says, and there was not a single flaw found in him. That was when my aunt... Didn't, I, no, see, because... Even though it was a book, even though it's fiction, even in real life, when things become too good to, to be, be true, true, as much as people say it's a toxic trait, <laughs> if it's too good to be true, I'm just dusting my slippers already. Well, why I didn't notice the no flaw is because I already knew. That's I had already had a spoiler, <laughs> you know. Being in the oh. same room with Sibukonloa when she's reading a book. Oh yeah, I, I just read the book before you did. I just okay, knew that true, he was true. going to mess up just eventually, something. so I was just waiting for it. And that's evidence because I remember the last episode I was telling them that when I'm reading books, don't be around me because I'll shout, I'll cry, I'll squeal, I'll rejoice, I will dance I'd be every single <laughs> Did you not cry? No, I didn't cry. All these hard guys, it's not secure anywhere. No, please, guys, if you read this book, I want you to text me or I don't know. Just let me know if you cried or not because normal human beings will cry. Anyways. The shoe fits well. well. (laughs) So I felt like he was too perfect, right? I felt like he was without... And I don't know whether that book was like... It was a pointer for the rest of my life because now when I meet somebody who seems to be too good to be true like how can you exist and you for, don't have a you get there's there's no there's no flow you're fine like it doesn't even have to be something dangerous it could just be you don't pick up your calls when they call you it can be anything right mm-hmm. or it, it really just can be anything there, there are different flows it can be that what you sleep late into the morning 
why is somebody just perfect? She sleeps on time, wakes up on time, works out, eats healthy, right. has the right body, Even knows how to love working, a woman. You can still make time for. You get. No Nigerian men will tell you that we are busy. I'm busy, honey. I'm busy. What? <laughs> he works shifts. He will still surprise you after shifts. I'm like, sir, there has to be something wrong with you. You can't. You can't just be this perfect. So I think that was the first pointer for me. And at that point, I started to have very mixed emotions because I'm like, as much as I know that he would have a flaw, I'm already too much in love with this character. Like I'm already like I've loved him so much. So I was scared to find out what his flaw is. Then guess what I did. What did you do? And I went you to flipped, eh? okay. <laughs> Just flip to the end or like okay. towards the end and try to figure out. But it wasn't really making sense because the place I flipped to was the place where she was living. He closed the door. She was crying. And she had a baby. You know, I'm like, why is there a baby here you're now? Such, you're such a good person to yourself. I am. That's not how I, I used to spoil I can't do myself. that to myself. I literally... I read in between. Wow. So by the time I... <laughs> By the time I finish doing this, I know the entire story. Uh, and, no, well, I don't really. <laughs> no, see, I don't want to spoil, spoil the book, but also I think it's because my anxiety is bad. Hey, who's supposed to give like be me? No, like can't be me. I'm already seeing that I'm about to have high BP. I'll help myself. I like myself. So I think with him and Colin also did this thing of you love the character, then you get disappointed. And then your disappointment becomes a myriad of emotions. Because for some people, the disappointment became anger. Mm-hmm. On discovering who the real Rao was, right. some people it became sadness. Some people it was hurt. I think for me it was like a mix of emotions. I, I don't know. I also think we went through all the stages hmm. of these things, like shock. Yeah, like, just like that. Plus, you see this thing of ignoring of red flags, <laughs> like. It's, they're literally tricking the red flag inside your eye, Bro. and you say you're not if going to see. If we start this conversation. 10 sessions will not contain it, to be honest. Because you know how people say love is blind? Oh. Hmm. Relationship would see your eyes open. And let me, like, let me tell you, people. Your love for real may also blind you. Because you may find yourself And you'll start making, making excuses. excuses no, I did it. I'm not even going to lie. Ah. I God knows. When I discovered, I think he said that he was going to therapy or something. I was like, eh, but at least he's, he's, he's getting help. Don't judge him. He's getting... Like, I was reading it and convincing myself. Before like, I read this book, somebody told me that she made excuses the first time and the second time. Hmm. But by the third time... There's no excuse to be made. Like, I think it's at the third time that everybody's eye finally opened. Open. Both Lily and every other person that yeah. is reading this book. So, you can make excuses anyway. Your eye open again. <laughs> and I also don't want us to lose um, sight of the fact that, of like, sight of what we're talking about, domestic violence and abuse. Because I feel like she wrote that book for our settings, not so much of their settings, because at least they, they have mine, they can just walk out, I'm done, I'm done, I can't do this anymore, I'm done, I'm walking out, we're here. Go to your daddy's house. Our ancestors. Some people will ask you to go back. Do you, don't people tell you, I'll carry your bag, I'll send you out, they'll tell you, there's no, when you get married, there's no place here for you, and oof, domestic violence is such, and I, I like that it is domestic violence and abuse, because we take away the fact that people get emotionally abused. Yes. Oh, you're my friend. So you know that I'd rather you hit me than you say, say stuff. Something. God, no, 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 no. So we can have an issue and we fight. I do not fight. So let's just say you beat me. You know, we've not fought. We've not, <laughs> we've not actually. actually. 
We're civil human beings. But let's say we have issues and I would honestly rather you beat me up. Because the moment you start to say you are this or you are that or the reason your life is like this is oh my or god. You don't even you don't even you oh. just decide to uh, there are some kind of problem. Oh you've killed me. That's that's death for me already. And we take away the fact that that's so much. That's that's like the crux of emotional abuse. And we've normalized it so much in our society. Like it's such a yeah. normal thing that people just Move on. I can't yes. move on. What are we moving on from? Everybody will just do hard girl, hard girl, hard guy, hard guy. Thank God that Kukuma never said I'm a hard girl. Never. I'm a cry baby. It's my full chest. So before you say stuff, please, I beg you in the name of God, think thrice. Two times is not enough. Think again. So it was domestic violence and abuse because he, he, he also made her feel as though working out was like, working out would make her be the bad person. Mm-hmm. Working out would now make him the victim, whereas she's the victim. And I'm like, at the point when he started adding manipulation, because it was a mix of everything, at the point when he started to be manipulative, I didn't know whether I would be angry at him or the author, because I'm like, why would you create this kind of character? Like, just put his flaw and let's move on with life. You don't have to detail his flaw. We're ever missing something. What's that? To even make the whole situation worse, they would remind you that Ryle is the way he is because of exactly so you you find yourself making excuses for him yes like even after realizing that this is his flaw regardless of the excuses you made before mm. you would start to think oh it's because this happened it's because this other one mm. happened he's a traumatized person and you know um another of our friends Udru made a tweet I think this was months ago it should be around July. Like, that's how long ago she made this tweet. And the funny thing is, you know how usually you make tweets, you screenshot it, or yeah, she didn't yeah. do that. She just made a tweet, and I just stumbled upon the tweet. And I'm paraphrasing, because I can't quote her verbatim, but she said something like, um, if something has happened to you, it is that thing's... Like, it has happened, it has happened. Mm-hmm. But what you become after it becomes your responsibility. Your yeah. Like, it is you, and... I'm like, Rao, you're a freaking grown-ass man. You're not responsible for your actions. So you can't hide under the cover what was done to you and begin to emanate so much toxicity, so much vile, so much... I don't know, but he was such an angry person. Like, we understand that part of why you are the way you are is because of what has happened. Mm. But, like, you're a grown-up person. You need to be conscious of... your actions. That's the word. Like, conscious of it. Know when to stop. Honestly. And I think before we wrap up, poof, before we wrap up, I think that another very important thing is as much as people have their flaws, I feel honesty is a oh, big deal. You read my mind. Because naked truth, naked truth. So guys, there was a point where they would do this naked truth thingy where um, you tell, every, the, truth you tell the truth as it is, like regardless lie. or whatever. Right? No judgments. No judgments, nothing. You could have said something. And his sister kept asking him, Have you, have told, you told her? her? When are you going to tell her? Like, guy, tell her. Let's just branch. Let's visit her, his sister. Let's visit her. Because she was a friend to Lily. Mm-hmm. Ral is your brother, but you're a friend to Lily. Do you understand? I felt that she could also have just warned Lily. Or the worst, worst case scenario would be. So let's say I'm 
I can't be Lily. Okay, I can't be Lily. I don't <laughs> always have sense. Then you're Ral's sister, right? So you invite me to a place or maybe let's hang out and invite Ral and mention it where Ral is seated. Just anything to show that you got your friend. Because it's really an issue of life. If it was something trivial, I'd probably, okay, it's not that deep. Jige. In fact, if he even had a baby mama, I'll say, oh, it's still not that deep. But violence, my God. Well, she, she didn't say... She didn't hint, but her body language sometimes, which is not, which is not what she's supposed to have done. And it's really not enough because imagine that I'm dating your brother. Well, well, the first time when I saw, or rather when Colin described her body, I just said that maybe she doesn't want her friend dating her brother because. Exactly. That was the vibe he was giving out. Many friends don't like their friends dating their siblings. Thank you. Thank you. But now, um, somebody some people would say that they're not there no such thing as or there's no such thing as a bad person that we're all sorry they are all just people that do bad who things. sometimes do bad things what's your take on this we'll probably wrap up with this hey am i sure about that? <laughs> we're all just people who sometimes do bad things so it's so what i feel like what they're saying is is not your your actions don't make your identity your actions don't define who you are, regardless of the fact that you consistently do the well, same thing. Your actions define who you are. We're, we're listening to you, ma. Well, some people are bad, are big. Inherently bad. Well, I won't say. Or bad as a result of situations, circumstances. How should I put this? I think you get to be a bad person when you see these things happen. Mm-hmm. You know that. You do these things sometimes mm-hmm. and you continue to allow yourself to do it. Because mm-hmm. it may start off as unconscious at some point, but but at some point you would realize that you do these things. Mm-hmm. So being a person, being a human being, you should have self-control. You should be able to realize that this thing I'm doing is bad. Like see the effect it has on people and I should try to stop it. So at that point, I'll say you're a you're just a good person that does bad things. But once you realize that you do these things, you know the circumstances that affect you doing it. That and you still continue to do it. Mm-hmm. You've become a bad You've person. You've become a bad person. But you know that on the flip side also, some people would say that we should not trivialize um, the power of having mental health issues. Because, again, in making excuses for Rao, we would say that, oh, he's a victim of everything that he went through, excuse me, that affected him mentally and so on and so forth. So if we're placing the responsibility on just him, it's like trivializing his mental health, yada, yada, yada. So what do you think? What do I think? Is it his responsibility? Does it, asking him to own up, I think that's the word, asking him to own up to his actions does it is it in any way trivializing the fact that he's probably having mental health issues? Not at all. Why would you say that? Because this is rare we're talking about. Our man in scrubs. I think that's why I'm going to say what I want to say because I liked him when I was reading the book. <laughs> liked another bit I think it was Oh, interesting. Okay. So um a lot of people have mental health issues. Oh. And if we decide to use that as an excuse for all their for their behaviors, oh. then a lot of people are going to suffer. And a lot of people are going to end up with issues. And it will just be a recurring cycle. 
Mm. Yeah. So asking him to own up for his actions is not bad. I mean, you're a human being. That's why I said some things affect the way you are. But when you realize that this is like this is where I'm at now. This is how I behave because of how things have played out in the past and. Mm. Be a human being, like be a human being, it's paining you. Like, consider the fact that he literally destroyed this entire relationship without a lot of potential. Hmm. If he had, from the very beginning, sat Lily down and explained Mm. these things, be honest, she would probably have understood him and she would have helped him. That's the word, just find a way to help. So, nobody is saying you're. Whatever happened to you is insignificant. Mm. We're saying you should not allow that to make who you are right now. Mm. So you had issues. Like Lily, she had daddy issues. Right. She could have easily decided that she's not going to have children because... She doesn't want to transfer. Yes, yes. She could have also decided to... She has seen... Because there are people, there are guys who have experienced the or witnessed domestic violence. Mm-hmm. And they decide to transfer it to their kids. True. There are still men who have seen their parents fight mm-hmm. and they've decided not to. Yeah, they've set the standard. It's not going to happen. So it's... Is you deciding what you want to make of yourself? Shasha, Shasha, putting responsibility on Ryan's head. If he decided to share... All of us that story that made different. But this is a random deviation. But Annie, do you realize that this is the first time, like the very first time we are agreeing on air? Like the two of us like this are agreeing. God yeah. is good. Don't spoil it. Think okay, you want to fight now. You, you like violence, this woman. You like you like fight. I've not seen you in a long time. You should fight. So you miss me. <laughs> But then I feel like we're going. If we're going back to the beginning, which is like the title of the book, I feel like that was that was it. That was the message that the author was trying to pass across. Like this menace can end with us, yes. because we also left out the boldness of Lily. Yes, I don't know about every other person, but if I bear my soul with you, taking that so like collecting it from you. And walking out the door has to be the hardest. I feel like it's the hardest thing anybody can do. Imagine you're vulnerable, completely vulnerable with somebody who is a threat to your life. You know, I. That's why I said I, when I finished this book, I understood Colin's reasons for making the end the way she did, mm. and I feel that's the best way she could have ended Don't, this book because yeah. she was passing a message, and how everything ended, it, it just ended very well. Yeah. Because. There is no, there is no transfer of um, negative emotions to the next generation. Like yeah. she left for her for, for her life, yeah. you know. But nothing spoiled. The family is still there. And I think her ending is also a deviation from the norm, from our norm, yes. in the sense that in our setting, for example, it's normal to see that majority of cases here would stay and not live. And I like that she even added a child, you get, because people would use children as an excuse. Yes, and that's oh, why I I can't leave because of the my end children. is just perfect. So daddy and daughter don't have issues. Mm. Mom and daddy, um, baby's daddy doesn't have, don't have issues. You know? yeah. But when this child comes of age to understand why 
like this is not how the family usually is yeah. like why is my daddy outside the house when you explain it to this child the She's child will understand with that, with that information yes and she would appreciate you so much that you did not make your child begin to dislike her daddy she would even be grateful that she met you alive and that she met you alive yes and that there is still a relationship you know yeah. because it happens to it either she stays or she leaves and then they start to fight for custody yeah. and blah blah but like none of this is happening here she has her dad and like the whole family is there but when we begin to explain to you why mom and dad cannot live together, together you it understand. makes a lot of sense mm. and then you're moving with a new like <laughs> okay so um before we wrap up because i feel like with this book particularly we can go on and on because oof, it touched the center of my heart so let's say that there are rails and there are lilies out there listening yes. because i know that yeah. there are people who are listening and they haven't read the book but i'm very sure they have like a brief overview of what the book is about and your hands should be itching you to go and get this book and read because i also want to hear your opinions guys on the book and everything but annie if there are rails if there are lilies girls that have daddy issues people who who because i think another thing is lily was seeking for validation somehow and sometimes we feel that we, we we can only find validation in love yes yeah so i think she was also looking for validation in love she wasn't looking for validation outside of love so imagine that there are lilies people who have had had a rough growing up right people who all their life they've been fighting they've been fighting toxic relationships um what's the word unstable homes all of these things and they're in the situation that lily found herself in and they're also rouse who i can't i genuinely don't even low-key i feel like rouse excuse for being who he is it's not really excuse enough he settled exactly he had the ability and like this is not to judge his character but he really had the ability to do better do you, you spent how many years on earth, sir? You're exposed, you're educated. In fact, you're a doctor. What's, what's your, what, what, what else could be excused? For me, what he just had to do was to tell her the truth. Finish. We, we, code, we code vulnerability. Just so we want people to be vulnerable with us, but we don't want to reciprocate it. You want Lily to tell you her naked truth. If she's dying, you want to be the first to know that Lily is dying. But you were dying inside, right? Right, well, there was a battle going on in his mind. But you will not say it. And <clears throat> generally, I feel like, because I was talking about this book with another person. And then she was like, hey, you know, another thing is that men will not talk because women don't give them enabling. I was like, who did not give what a who what? Eh? <laughs> like, no, like, no. Like, I love Ral. I fought for him the entire ride. But we need to call him out where he fucked up. Yes. Lily was, in fact, she did not just give you, she was the enabling environment. And, and she said it from the very beginning. This has happened before. Like, my mom has been here. And, and I, I don't, don't want, want to, to be, be there. there. So, what is your reason for not telling? Ah, God. <laughs> you, know, you could have just, he lied by not He did. Because truth. sometimes we feel like half truth is. Is, is not bad. The if you're not, truth, if you're not being honest, you you're not being honest, you're not being honest. Don't give its name. Don't put English around this thing. He really could have just told her. Like following Lily's character, she mm. would certainly have 
helped out. She was the she was the perfect when you love you love fully, flaws and all you love fully. Oof. So, anyways, if there are rows out there, what would you want to say to that row before he meets Lily? Because if I say another row, that meets another Lily and does this thing, mm-hmm. I feel they come. Okay. And to all the rows out there, you can really get help, honestly. But the first step to seeking help is admitting to yourself mm-hmm. that you need help and being ready to tell people who matter to you that you have this problem. Because many times you cannot get help by yourself. True. Other people have to help you. So tell people who matter the truth mm-hmm. so that everybody can put hands together to see that you get the help you need. Because it's not every woman that is going to sit and allow... All of this happens yes. first, second, third. And, and you going into a relationship with this issue that you're not telling people. Mm-hmm. Let's not, let's not um, reduce it to just romantic relationships. With people who are around you. As far as Ooh, they matter circle. to you mm-hmm. so much, you are taking a risk. Like You could destroy something that... You could destroy a person. Because you're not telling the truth. You just have to tell yourself the truth, first of all. Mm. Then tell these people the truth. I agree. Because I feel like to all rows out there, to be honest, um, I want to cry. Loki, I want to cry. I feel like when you decide to have friends or date people, you put yourself in a very tricky place. You're telling yourself that you're going to own your throat and share your throat. So it places a responsibility on your head. And it's more annoying because you had the choice to not have friends. As funny as it sounds, you had the choice to keep people at arm's length. You really did. You're an adult. Nobody's putting a gun to your head and saying, and it's women, they're together. I mean, please come out for us. Have they killed us? Nobody puts a gun to your head and says, if you don't have five friends before the end of the month, I'm going to shoot you down. Nobody does that. You are the one who sees somebody whose energy matches yours. And then you tell yourself, ah, I want to, Jonathan, I want to know you. I want to be your friend or I want to love you. Because, my God, you would know your truth and refuse. If you would even not just share it, it's better. But that people will start, because you were mentioning that you could destroy what could be good. My problem is not even the friendship that can be destroyed or will be destroyed. My problem is the person. People walk around with energies. And people walk around with because they've been recipients of different energies. So be intentional that you're about to transfer a kind of... You get... You can destroy an entire... There are people who get depressed... Because of the kind of people they, um, they are with. I've said it in different sessions that with my friends, for example, I'm very emotionally attached. So if we have issues now, to do as if it's break up, somebody has broken my heart. Because I will soak, I will cry, I'll be in a mood, I'll throw a feed. Like, my general mood will be spoiled. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So okay. I'm just really imagining that you destroy a person, and in, like a human being. A human being that will be like a progeny, like bring out other people. No. And, and yes, honestly, we, I think we should give it to Lily. She was a strong woman because she had started going down because of all these it tells, things. That it tells. I don't know if you remember, um, last year when um, something was happening and 
um, there's this particular friend that um, her energy was sharp affecting us in a way. And so when she's sad, I'm automatically sad. Like, nothing was wrong with me prior to that time. But I just hear this person is sad. And my entire mood goes from 100 to zero real quick. Do you remember that somebody called me and said, be intentional about the energy you keep around? Yeah. <laughs> At first, I thought this person just blabbing, you get, you're it's just... one person that told you. Everybody told me that. No, that's the past that you want to emphasize on. But really, I felt, even when you said it, I felt like y'all were just overreacting, to be honest. I'm not sure I've even said this to you before, but I felt that everybody was overreacting because I felt that, like Lily, when you put yourself in somebody's heart, you are there. You get, you literally, it's as if you carried your life, carried your life, not turning, 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 it's together. I saw this meme, like when you and your friend are slowly becoming one, like two gummy bears and Come they're together. just that's becoming so one gummy bear. So like, that's literally how people and are. And you send it to me with caption, what we are becoming. I say you don't have to be romantic in this life that you came to. I'm saving my romance for when God brings <clears throat> I will reserve. Rile. I will reserve my comments. But really, 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 you invest your life. And I think with Lily also, it's a warning. If you're a Lily out there, this is the point where you calm down and listen carefully. There's so much your strength can do. Because you can be so strong in entertaining negative energy that you lose sight of yourself. And unconsciously, you start to give out negative energy. Yeah. And before you even start to give out negative energy, it means that it's what, it's what you're harboring. You've become... Negative. You can't give what you don't have. You know, they say you are what you feed yourself. You get. So, please, there's there's so much. And I'll always say you can't change anybody. You can't, dear. You can try. You see, it's no work. It's like an adult, not a child. There's a proverb my dad likes to say. He'll say that when a fish is fresh, you can bend the fish anyway. I can bend a fish like this if I want to roast it. I can bend it like, like, I can flip it anyhow I want to flip it. But if that fish is dried, like dried or roasted fish, like dried to a fault, if you attempt to bend it, you, you break, break it. it. And I think that that's the same thing with human beings. If it's like, I don't know, a two-year-old, maybe. But like, we're talking about adults, people in their 20s. In fact, people that are 18 and above, you're an adult. And you're not telling me that I'll spend my life my life trying to change. No, no. I didn't do. I'm not around, please. I can't be um, there. This advice is not just for women in abuse. No, it's for both. It's for both everybody. Genders, everybody. Because friendship is relationship. Family is relationship. Yes. So you need to be conscious of the kind of energy you surround yourself with. And people can be toxic. Like, if, like, there are people who are not your friends' friends, but they're just very toxic people. Every time you're around it, in fact, every time you have a problem, every two days, something, I'm like, no, please, me gone. It's God that's helping all of us. Everybody should do your day. But yeah, so wrapping up, what's your, I don't know, one word about this book, because Loki and tears are gathering in my eyes. Thinking about this book and the images were so like she was so graphic with her images, her descriptions. Yeah, Kolinova is a good writer. <sighs> and it ends it ends with us was my was the first book I read from Colin Hoover and yeah, it just made it me want to keep reading her, her books. And the other books I've read are equally as good. There are some Colin, we're giving your flowers. Oh you command, you know, like giving your flowers. <sighs> There's just one of her books that I don't I don't even want to hear anything about this because once anybody just brings up the issue of this You're reading the book currently. I've read the you've book. read I read okay, it so. months ago and 
the questions in that book still oh, you're not telling us anyway send the book to me i will read it and then we'll come and look for trouble again okay anyway so um another advice to all the lilies out there you can break the cycle yeah it can end with you you that i think that's the whole point of, of this book. book you can break the cycle it can end with it you should end with you, you don't have to die because you think you love somebody loving somebody doesn't mean you should stay with that person mm. you can love somebody and leave that person and you've done the person good because the person losing you now opens the person's eyes to just reality how bad things are. Mm. and that is exactly what happened in this book so well love from a distance if it's going to kill you if you're he in the same love from a distance you understand so yeah oh the cycle can break with you yeah and it ends with us. It's just a beautiful book. It is. It is. And I'm not going to lie. I cried. In fact, there's a witness right here that I, I cried. I cried nonsense. I cried very ugly tears. And it was a mix of emotions. I was so pained. I, I was almost pained. didn't read this book because of the way Ivy was crying. I was <sighs> sure I wanted to cry. At, at some point, I was asking myself, why exactly are you crying? It's fiction. It's really not that deep. But I think the tears were from different standpoints. To begin with, almost... Lily was she she deserved love. She did. She gets somebody who has oh, guys she got it. And then it was short lived. Can't read the end again. Atlas. No, yeah, let's not go there. Let can. them read the book. We'll not spoil it for them. You guys should go and read the book. There was an Atlas somewhere, but he wasn't our rail, so it doesn't really count. The end of the book is good. Don't worry, that's what's scaring you, but you would have cried. So the ending will not really matter again. Read the book though. I'm being honest. But I think for me, general overview of the book, it was a very good book. I like that it was relatable because that's a big deal. If I'm reading a piece of work generally and I cannot relate, I'm tired already. So regardless that the setting was different, everything was outside of our setting, it was still very relatable. Her use of description, I think that the can use description are carrying me to go to where I don't know. Because <laughs> if you describe something, because I think when I read, I like to build images in my head. So her description was very good. Character progression, check. Character development, check. Plot, check. Everything, check. But I don't know. I can't blame her for the way she ended the book or what she did with the characters. But I feel like, for example, Ryle's sister could have done better. Ryle's sister's husband could. I feel like there were so many people who could have done better, regardless of the character or the roles that they played. In fact, because of the roles they played... There was a responsibility on them to do better. Well, she had to make it as realistic as possible. I cannot be real, sister. Me, I'll call you and tell you. <laughs> most life. of the time, that's how it is. So. Yeah, yeah. But I hope you guys enjoyed this book as much as I did. Because as they've heard, I cried now. They think I did enjoy the book. Please, I loved In fact, it remains one of my top ten. I completely enjoyed the book. And I really hope you guys enjoyed So if you do read, scratch that... When you read this book, I want to hear your opinions. I want I don't just want to hear it was a good book. I want to hear you hear you. I want to hear how it made you feel, the emotions, the reactions. Did you scream and make your roommates come out of the kitchen and ask you if somebody was dying? I think I screamed at some point, like some places. You know, I want to know, I want to know what happened. Because like the book was also a progression. In the beginning, you're happy. In the middle, you are sad. Yeah. Then you're disappointed. Then you're happy again. Then because you have to make a decision. Whether you be angry or happy, just pick one emotion and run with it. But no, don't be a good time. It's not a good job. 
so yeah guys that's that's all we have for today's episode um in subsequent episodes we'll probably be giving you guys recommendations so i hope i'll be able to drag Annette here again and a few other people it'll be fun if we have like five people give three recommendations each their top three books for the year or top five books for the year that will check if who if everybody has read everybody's books that kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, that's what we should be looking forward to and also tips and all of that and all of that. If you've not listened to all the episodes on the book talk show, you're doing yourself. It's not really me that you're doing, you're doing yourself because there are tips to help you as an indie author. There are tips to help you to become a reader. There, there's just so many interesting things there. Just go and binge it. Buy popcorn. Carry your laptop or your phone. Carry your AirPods and binge it. Plus you would enjoy my voice too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's all we have for today. Annie, thank you for being here. Thank, thank you for sharing yourself. Because I feel like that's that's very important. Being vulnerable with us. Even though you'd be sh- showing hard girl, hard girl. But thank you. We're not in great, we're grateful. Yeah, guys. So that's all we have for today. This is IBK. I'm your host for the Book Talk Show. And you're listening to Orville's Live Podcast. Are you an aspiring podcaster or you want to start a vodcast? Sign up with Auravault. Membership is free, although terms and conditions apply. To learn more about joining Auravault, visit our official website, www.auravault.com.